the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, it's the Rob Black Podcast. You can hear Rob live every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and Talk910.com. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. Whoa, where's my voice? Welcome to the Rob Black Show. Woo-hoo-hoo, one year, I made it. I know you're saying you get excited pretty easily, don't you? I've been at Clear Channel for a year. When I say I, I mean we, me and Heidi. We are that old couple now that we're sailing into year two. Uh, we finished one whole year. How did we finish one whole year? Well, yesterday I played a best of. I decided not to show up for work because I care that much. No, we made it a year. Congratulations to me and congratulations to her. Still don't have a contract, but that's okay. That's okay. Who needs to work with a safety net? I don't. We can talk anything financial that you want to talk about. To celebrate this one-year angle, though, going to get together t- Thursday night. Thursday night at O'Neill's. And basically, just kind of meet and greet kind of thing. I'm going to come up with a list of 12 stocks. Uh, we're going to have a raffle, raffle tickets for a flat panel Samsung monitor from Geeks on Call. The problem is with raffles is you have to sit, get a raffle ticket, and to get a raffle ticket, you're going to have to find someone from the show, either myself or Heidi or one of the interns. Someone will have them, and you're going to have to say, hey, I, I came here for Rob Black, and uh, can I get a raffle ticket? So anyway, that's uh, Thursday, coming up, 530 to 730 at O'Neill's. Don't buy me shots. Don't do anything like that. Just say hello um, and have a good time. You know, Hang out and have a couple beers and Enjoy the economy and all that is the bliss that is this world at this day and age. To get your calls in the air, and if you want to say congratulations to me, you're more than welcome to. Congratulations to Heidi, more importantly, because Lord knows she's gotten the joy and privilege of working with me for a whole year. She hasn't had to pay me a single dime. So uh, 800-345-5639. It's 800 345 Five six three nine. The show's getting a little older. We have a new program director here. We got a lot of exciting things to come. I promise you, if you listen to the show, you will become financially smarter. I promise you that. I pledge you that. I will get you to retirement. I, dragging, kicking, and screaming. If you don't want to call the show with your props and your love and your your good feeling and your your karma, eight hundred three four five five six three nine. You can jump on the live blog, talk nine ten dot com. And there's fellow, uh, there's a blog there, talk910.com, hit Rob Black Show, and uh, you could kind of do a social instant messaging blog, live blog, while the show happens. And uh, if you want a little extra color, if you want to add commentary, that's a good place to do it. If you want to drop me an email, rob at robblack.com, rob at robblack.com, or my Facebook page is a group page under I Hate Rob Black. Uh Uh-oh, I got to sneeze. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to hold off. So living in the moment right now. So that's what we're doing. We're living in the moment on the stock market. We're living in the moment on the China front. We're living in the moment on healthcare reform. I got all the stories for you today. I got some investment advice. I've got some uh, angle as well. Let's start, though, with Google. In large part, 
I don't want to talk Congress. I just don't. I'm Congressed out. I'll get there later in the show. I'll get my energy up and I'll talk a little Congress for you later. But right now I want to talk great Google to Moogla. Google's down 14 points today. They pulled out of China. They put their money where their mouth was and says, we're going to start uh, lifting our sensor. Now, when they did that, China instantly reacts and starts censoring them. So Google defied China's self-censorship rules by redirecting mainland Chinese users to an unfiltered Hong Kong website. Now, this is threatening its ability to operate in the world's largest Internet market. This is a huge story. I think the story of the 20th century was the rise of capitalism in North America. I think the story of the 21st century is going to be the rise of capitalism, question mark, in Asia. So this move, it escalates a two-month dispute with the government between Google and Google broke their promise. And Google said, you know, we'll, we'll play by your rules. Google in 2006, you know, said that they had censor results. Now they're saying, you know, now we're not going to do that. The U.S. government said it's disappointed that Google and China failed to hit a compromise. Google's playing a very dangerous game right now. They could end up doing more damage to themselves than good. They could have bowed out gracefully and said, you know what, China? We don't like your rules. We'll go to our own playground. But what they're doing is redirecting traffic to a Google Hong Kong site. And ultimately, China doesn't want some of the stuff from their past shown. Google employs about 600 workers in China. And it can't rule off the possibility of massive layoffs. China is an estimated 384 million internet users. That's more than the total U.S. population. They got more people using the internet than we got in, in population. Right now, the big winner has to be Baidu. Baidu. They've got 58% of China's online search market. They're the Google of China. Great googly moogly. Great googly moogly. I love that cut. It just makes me happy. So I think this is all going to be resolved at some point in time with some sort of saving face compromise. Sergey Brin, who co-founded Google, pushed the company's executives to end censorship of the web's search results in China. Google is getting slammed by China today. CBS News is reporting that Google's decision to stop censoring the Internet for China by shifting its search engine off mainland uh, basically, visitors to Google's old service for China now being redirected. And the quote coming out is, Google has violated its written promise it made when entering the Chinese market by stop filtering its searching service and blaming China in, in insinuation for alleged hacker attacks. So China's pissed at Google. Google's pulling out. Now, what's happening to the stock? Stock's down 12 bucks today. It's a $535, $540 stock, Google. I think it's buying opportunity. I think a lot of this share in China, they only have 30%. Keep in mind, Baidu's got 68%. Um, Yeah, it's going to hit their revenue. There's no doubt about it. But Google's got other opportunities. Now, there's some odd little fallouts as well, like China Mobile today. They're going to cancel their search deal with Google. So there's some fallout happening here. I side with Google on this. They believe that everything in this world is a searchable item. Diet Coke is a searchable item. Uh, Heidi Hartley is a searchable item. Rob Black is a searchable item. Rob Black images are searchable. Rob Black podcasts are searchable. Everything in this world is a searchable item, according to Google. And for them to say, you know, we're going to be in this country and, and not do all searchable items, just some searchable items, then everything in the world is not a searchable. It's most everything in the world searchable. So I agree that Google should do this. I think they should put their money where their mouth is. 
I think shareholders are going to be pissed about that. That's a good question. That's the good question. If you're a shareholder of Google and you want maximum profit, you want China. If you're a shareholder of Google and you want the company to do the right thing and set up its, its business so that other countries respect them, you pull out of China. What would you do? 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Now, there's some other stories out there today. Now that healthcare reform has been pushed through, and the healthcare reform, oddly enough, that the, the damaging taxes don't happen until after President Obama's second term. So this is what Congress and this is what presidents do is when they come up with this massive legislature, legislation in this case, they basically back in load it. They front end load all the good stuff. They back in load all the bad stuff. So it, it really starts to hurt Americans in about six years as far as taxes go. A little bit here, a little bit there, and then it starts to steamroll. So we won't know if we like this Obama health care until after Obama's no longer ability, able to be president. So today, there's other news in the world of Congress. Democrats have advanced legislation to rewrite financial rules. Now, they're doing it without Republican support. Again, this is just turning out to be the nastiest of Congresses. The Republicans hate the Democrats. The Democrats hate the Republicans. I haven't seen a Congress this nasty since the 1970s, where they are just deadlocked against working with each other, where literally one group could say something along the lines of, we're going to pass legislation that turns straw into gold. And the other side... We'll go, we don't want gold. We don't want gold. Gold's bad. One, someone can come up with the cure for cancer, and the other side will say, we don't want it. They are that diametrically opposed to each other at this point in time, and there's no compromise, and it's a dysfunctional government. It's kind of turned into a kind of a bullying government. Our last president was a little bit of a bully as far as international politics goes. He wanted it his way. He wasn't going to compromise. Uh, President George Bush, George W. Bush, this current Congress seems to be a little bit of a bully because they've got the numbers working on their sides and, you know, they're not going to let the Republicans have a voice and there's not going to be a lot of compromise. So they're working on legislation to hurt the financial community as far as oversight of the financial community. Now, when I say hurt, again, it comes down to, is it going to help the average person? It's intended to do that, but is it going to? Probably not. So Obama signs historic health care bill today, set to sell changes to the skeptical public. We've got all sorts of stories out there. Don't be shy today. It's the one-year anniversary. I started this show March 23rd, 2009. Now we are sitting at March 23rd, 2010. So we're going to celebrate Thursday at O'Neill's, Thursday at O'Neill's, one-year anniversary, 530 to 730. Basically, it's just an excuse for Heidi and myself to get out and interact with the with the people and uh, kind of you know, see what the world's about. Coming up, I'm going to talk about existing home sales. Existing is different than new home sales. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what's happened in the housing market. Got some stock picks for you a little later in the show. It's 800-345-5639. If you want to get your voice heard, it's 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Happy I think anniversary. I'm already tired of this. Cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary. So 365 days ago, oh, Clear Channel made the mistake of putting me on the air, replacing Dennis Miller. We should get some Dennis Miller drops uh, just to celebrate the one year. Ding dong, Dennis Miller is dead. The wicked Dennis, the evil Dennis. Ding dong, Dennis Miller is dead. Um, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Wasn't the, um, Wizard of Oz scary? 
Like, if you think about it, little munchkins screaming ding-dong, the witch is dead, running around, and flying monkeys. That wasn't exactly a kid's movie in any way, shape, or form. I still have nightmares about those damn monkeys flying around. Anyway, let's talk sales of existing uh, homes. 85% of the market is existing homes. It's a large part of the market. So when we take a look at economic data, that's one that we look at. We want to see how it's trending. We want to see where it is. A lot of us Americans and a lot of us Californians have a lot of wealth tied up in real estate. I've got a lot of wealth tied up in real estate. So not all my wealth. I'm not stupid. Having all your eggs in one basket, bad idea. Sales of existing U.S. homes fell in February for a third month, ultimately indicating that jobs are the hindering factor right now um, to revive demand. Purchases dropped about six-tenths of a percent, the lowest level in eight months, to five million point two annual rate of uh, homes being purchased. The median decrease uh, about 1.8% from February to March. So the month-to-month numbers aren't looking good. Now, again, data is it's so skewed. It's so skewed. Data could be used any way you want it to. You could look at it on a month-to-month basis and say, hey, there's momentum there, upward momentum, downward momentum. You could look at it on a year-over-year number and say, hey, there's upward momentum or downward momentum. Like last year at this time, weren't we in a recession that sucked? So the numbers were really low. People were scared. Unemployment was rocketing higher. Now we're starting to stabilize unemployment. So the numbers should be a little different. So Home Depot is one some of the companies right now that are cutting prices to stimulate demand. So there was some of that extension, expansion of the federal tax credit that helped stabilize. Some companies are really trying to help out. But it's a fragile recovery. And I think we're kind of bouncing along the bottom. That's the best way of saying it. We ultimately need to see job growth to say we got a rebound. Right now, with sideways, it's not down, but it's certainly not up. So the number of previously owned homes on the market jumped 9.5% to 3.5 million units. Now, here's the data point that you need to know. If I give you anything, here's your need to know. And by the way, coming up at 45 past the hour, I'm going to give a stock tip. But here's the data that you need to know. Existing home sales, like some of these, like 5.021 million units, like I don't, that means no sense to you. That's just a crap piece of data inside a statistic. So here's what you need to know. Right now, it would take about 8.6 months to sell every house on the market that's existing. Now, these aren't new homes that are being built. These are existing homes. If no one else puts up a for sale sign, based on current demand, it would take 8.6 months. That's a long freaking time. Okay, let me put it in perspective for you. You and your sugar booger turn 65 and woo, it's time to punch the ticket and move to Florida. It takes 8.6 months for someone to buy your home. That's a long time. That's 8.6 mortgage payments. So let's say your mortgage is 3000 bucks. That's 24000 plus, right? Of you're waiting to go to Florida and you can't sell the house. Now, last month at the same exact time, it was 7.9 months. So the number, there's more houses coming on the market. I went for a run around San Carlos the other day. The number of for sale homes, much higher. It's springtime. Now, again, the, the extension of the tax credit, will it help? In March and February, they're not the best home buying months. It's cold on the East Coast. It's snowing in New York. It's, it's burr. People don't want to go out and see a new home. They want to stay in and, and snuggle and, and stay in the warmth. So that's the data you need to know out of 
everything I tell you, whether home prices are up or down, that means nothing because home prices could be up because last year we sold a lot of foreclosures at this time. And now we're selling regular homes that didn't foreclose. So it looks like the number surged huge, but it's, it's a skewed data. The data you need to know inside the economic data, 8.6 months, is tied towards how long does it take to sell. And for instance, that same exact piece of, of metric in your head could be used on stocks. For instance, there's a, a statistic on sales on tech companies called day sales outstanding. So ultimately, let's say I'm McAfee and I, have, I give virus scanning software out to a company. How many days does it take for them to pay me? Day sales outstanding. And on a quarter to quarter basis, you could look like if it goes from 40, 40 days sales outstanding to 60 to 90, you're like, uh oh, the company's not going to get their money. They've given out product and they're not getting their money. So sometimes these these sales outstanding and how long does it take to clear inventory or maybe you've already given that inventory away and you're waiting for the money to come back to you. Key metric, key metric, key way of looking at things. Let's do a couple emails. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Email me, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. There's a letter in your mailbox. You are having new mail in your inbox. Mm, you've got mail. You've got mail. Pattern baldness. There is a message for you. Prepare to be astonished. Ookly <laughs> dookly duck. First email comes to us from Michael, and this just, I mean, this is fresh. This is a fresh email. It's, it's got a, a little steaming pile of email, a little steam coming off it. Michael says, love your show. Please keep talking about local bands. What local band do I talk about? The Corner Laughers. They're huge. They come on the show, and they get the Rob Black bump. Now they're, they're heard in Abercrombie and Fitches. They're huge. They're blowing up. They get the Rob Black bump. So any other local bands, if you want come in and talk about the, the business, just, just come come prepared. Come hard to the mic. That's all I ask. Okay, anyway, love your show. Keep talking about local bands. Can you please discuss the company called Fortune High Tech Marketing? It looks like a pyramid scheme to me. Thanks, Mike. Mike, if it looks like a pyramid scheme, it is a pyramid scheme. All you have to do is Google, great Google, Google Fortune High Tech Marketing uh, Pyramid Scheme. And what you're going to see is the former Secretary of State, Jim Miles, and his wife, Betty, they've made millions of dollars off these type of companies, and they rip off people. Now, let me talk a little bit about this. It's the latest alleged scam. Basically, it's a Kentucky firm that continue, that says, we're a leader in the industry. But what industry it is, no one really knows. So people get approached by a friend about joining a network marketing group. A network marketing group is a pyramid scheme, more often than not. If some douche comes out, and by douche I mean some skinny dude with uh, initials on his sleeves, anyone who has initials on your sleeves, you're a douche. Basically, you can't remember your own name, so you have to write your initials on your sleeves. You're a douche. Um, anyway, if anyone comes out like that and says, um, you can make a significant amount of money if you join, and you're invited to attend a meeting about an opportunity, those kind of vagaries are just eerie. In a lot of pyramid schemes, a low-cost good or service is offered as cover for the true profit-generating device of which is signing up new clients. 
So basically, they'll say, hey, we got this great life insurance product we want you to sell. Hey, we got this great widget we want you to sell. And all you got to do is pay $299, become a member. So a lot of these companies will also go out and say, hey, we're endorsed by the Better Business Bureau. But then you go to the Better Business Bureau and you never find out. Hey, we're endorsed by Fortune Magazine. Then you go to Fortune Magazine and it's actually not true. If it sounds like a pyramid scheme, it is a pyramid scheme. Keep that in mind. There's no multi-level marketing group that I've ever seen, except for maybe Amway, that is anything that I would want to tie into. If you have to pay $399 to become a member, it sucks. Trust me on that. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. So I do not endorse Fortune High Tech Marketing. And if you Google it, what you're going to basically see is it is a pyramid scheme and people have been ripped off pretty aggressively in the process. Go to a phone call. Let's go to Mike in Santa Rosa. Mike, how are you? Hello. Hello, Mike. Uh, I disagree with your comment on Google. Okay. What, I think that's what? a stupid business decision. Okay. What's my comment on Google? You said that, that they should get out of China, wasn't it? Because, I said... Because they wanted censorship? Yep. Okay. Uh, when you hire a business, come out and paint your house, you want to paint it purple. They don't like purple. They're not going to paint it. That don't make sense. I'm not getting that parallel. Okay, you you as the person that's hiring them or letting them in your country, you make the decisions of how you want it to work. It's their country. They don't want a revolution. They don't want uh, free access to all information. Okay. But, they're in, the, but they're, they're in the business of information, so I think they should excuse No, they're it. in the business of making money. Eh, that's true. They provide, the, they provide information that people want, and the Chinese government doesn't want information about revolution. Okay. So we disagree in principle. Okay. So you're saying it's all about the bottom line. I think well, that no, I think I think, that, I think, think there's a greater uh, good to be served. Wait, 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 wait. I think there's a greater good to be served by showing the world here's our standards. Do business with us, and this is what you get. If you're willing to like take a, a slow moving nickel or a fast moving dime, show the world what you are, and then stand by that and see how business plays. I think it's I think it's great to have a stand in principles. That's a pretty good. That's a better argument than than you first said. I I, I tend to agree with that. But uh, I, I think the only thing they're trying to prevent the the Chinese government is a revolution, and and there's a revolution occurring anyway. It's just a slow revolution without violence. So uh, I don't think there's really any harm in in uh, censoring some of their political fears. Yeah, and again, the, the example I would give that it's a lot like Apple. Apple doesn't sell a lot of like cheap stuff, do they? Everything they nope. sell is kind of high-end. They, they stick to their standards. You know what you get when you deal with that company. Yeah. So, yeah, we can disagree, but that, that's... No, cool. no you, you make... It, your argument is okay. No, 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 no. You win. You win. I've gone soft. You're the winner. Okay. Uh, all hail Mike from Santa Rosa. Woo! Mike can go back to his trailer in Santa Rosa. Woo! All hail Mike. 800-345-5639. It's the Rob Black Show. 9, 10 a.m. Coming up, women versus men. Who's the better investor? We got Carl from Petaluma. How are the chickens doing, Carl? He's going to ask about a Vanguard fund. Plus, that O'Neill's Pub coming up Thursday night, 530 to 730. We're going to be away a flat panel Samsung monitor from Geeks on Call. you got to come up and find a member of the show to get a raffle ticket. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating and talk. Today has been a special
wrong on so many levels i'm sorry that i'm playing this i've been on clear channel for 365 days before that i was at cbs i've been at uh, cnet i've traveled the world i did business talk radio i'm one year at clear channel i love clear channel nicest studios i've ever been in pretty nice well cnet was pretty nice too but um i dig the crowd i dig the 910 audience i dig the stick i've got a big stick here and who doesn't like a big stick i wave it around at you and i talk investments and ideas um and again i say thank you enormously i, I wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for you the people anyway i'm going to celebrate at o'neill's thursday night 5:30 to 7:30 when i say celebrate i'm going to drink like a coffee i don't exactly party all that hard these days a little bit older when i was younger out of my mind Get a phone call is 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Carl in Petaluma. Carl. Hey, Mr. Black. Greetings from the geezer wing of your fan base. Oh, you a geezer? How old? Ah, 61 guy. Okay. How yeah. were those years, 40 to 60? What can I expect coming ahead? Ooh. Well, I think you're going to experience uh, culturally and uh, in a lot of different ways uh, a different a different world than I did. Will I be smarter? Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll be more experienced, and okay. what you do with that experience is up to you. Is that sexually experienced or business experience? What are you talking about? What what am I going to get more of the ladies, or am I going to get more money? What's that experience going to get me? I think you probably accumulate more road burns and uh, gray hair. Rug burns, huh? Road burns, yeah. Road burns. Okay. More rug, rug burns. I, I like rug burns more than road burns. I'm sure you do. So, but that's neither here nor there. What can I help you with, Carl? Well, I'm wondering uh, what's going to happen with my Vanguard Ginny May fund uh, at the end of the month when the federal government pulls out of their, their buying uh, frenzy and whether or not I should take advantage of its high uh, NAV right now and sell and put it into my uh, little hopper of dividend-bearing dividend stocks. What is the ticker symbol on Vanguard, Jenny May? Uh, I think it's GNMA. Is that right? Uh, no, it's VI, VFIIX, Vanguard, Jenny oh, May? Oh, sorry, yeah, VFIIX. Okay. Give me just a second. Always helps if you tell the call screener your, your ticker. Just You know... I think the biggest risk on Ginny Mays is going to, I think you would actually see the opposite happen, mm. uh, Carl, because they're doing a lot of the buying. Uh, the biggest risk to me in Ginny Mays are people who prepay their mortgage. Um, and I don't see a lot of people doing that. I see a lot of people stretching out the terms of their mortgage. So 3.5% yield on it. I don't think you're in a rush to get out. I would like to make sure that you're diversified, Carl, though. Um, this is income for you? Yes, it is. Okay. 3.5 is in the middle of the road of income. There's higher returns in income. There's lower returns in income. So um, do you have some treasury inflation protected securities? Do you have anything tied towards tips or anything like that? I've got uh, <clears throat> Vanguard's inflation protected uh, securities fund. I don't, have, I don't don't own any instruments outright. Okay. And I've also got uh, their uh, high yield corporates uh, in a 
in a smaller position. How about um, zero-coupon bonds? Do you know what zero-coupon bonds are and how they work? Uh, vaguely, yeah. They, they, they tend to work in a non-inflationary environment, kind of the opposite of Treasury inflation-protected securities. So that may be an issue if you know, you're still waiting for the science of inflation. Maybe you park a little bit in zero-coupon bonds. Do you have any California munis, Carl? Because I love California munis. Uh, I've been afraid of them, to tell you the truth. Really? Oh, yeah. So you're 61 years old. In all your 61 years, let's let's do the math, you were born right around the 50s, right? 1948. 1948, so you're a post-war baby. Yep. Um, congratulations on that. I watched the second episode of The Pacific, and uh, man, that World War II was something, but neither here nor there. I digress. You've seen a lot, and have you ever seen California not pay their bonds? No, I have not. You've seen hippies? You've seen Nixon, you've seen Reagan, you've seen Reagan assassinated or attempted assassination on Reagan. Like, you've seen some crazy stuff. Oh, Rob, your, your youthful optimism is starting to win me over. Yeah, I, I think that's the beauty of it. And I was in an office yesterday where I got to see a stock market chart from 1920 to 2005. And, I mean, you don't even see things like Nagasaki. You don't even see World War II. It just it slowly grinds higher. Now again, I'm not telling you to be an optimi- I'm not telling you to be optimistic, Carl. I'm telling you to be diversified. And I'm not against the Ginny May fund. I'm not against zero coupon. I don't think tips really work right now. I am not saying no to them, but I don't think they work. And um, I think some California Muni, especially if you pick a water project, Carl, um, I think are fantastic. H two O. Yeah, it's it's um, cities when they expand their water. It's typically guaranteed, and you know the federal government's guaranteeing a lot of California go bonds already, general obligation bonds. So the guarantee is so good, Carl. And if if you're cool, mellow dude like you are, you just sit there and earn your money, and you, and you don't look at the market, and you don't look at the you know the day to day Schwarzenegger screwing this up and screwing that up. But water projects never get canceled, and they're they're good bonds more often than not. And again, that's conventional wisdom. I would not buy a water project in Stockton. But boom, shaka, laka, laka, I would buy it in um, Petaluma, you know, or it depends on where the bond is. But yeah, I'm, I'm pro muni bonds and uh, Ginny Mae funds. It's really more about people prepaying, which you really saw a lot of in 2000 to 2002 when the economy, you know, dot coms were, were starting to blow up. People were prepaying their mortgage because they're a little bit on the fearful. Thanks for the call. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. 61 year old. I salute you. I salute you. I've, I've now turned my t- my tides on old people. I still don't really like you because you don't pay high property taxes, and I don't really like you because you're not paying high income taxes, and you're still taking advantage of all the services. But I, I love you anyway. You're adorably cute. Let's go to Jesse in San Francisco. Hi, hey, Rob. How you doing? I'm good. What's up? I have a question concerning. I, I didn't listen to your show yesterday because I had to work, but there's a lot of feedback about the health reform uh, issue and the negative side is everybody thinks it's going to cause the economy to turn over. Um, there's a capital gains hidden tax that was in that health care reform act on dividends, capital gains. And I listened to another talk show, financial uh, show, and they're saying, oh, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. What do you think about this thing, this, this uh, health reform, reform uh, act that was just passed? I'm probably going to have a better answer later in the week. I'm still assessing it. What other show did you listen to that said it's bad? Uh, Bob Brinker. Okay, Brinker's an idiot, first and foremost. He's a market timer. He sells a newsletter. Um, he he used to have a great reputation in 2000 because he said sell the NASDAQ. But do you know that in the 1990s, he underweighted the NASDAQ when he was when we were getting 30 to 40 to 50 to 80% returns? He had it as an underweight. So Bob Brinker's cute. 
But I eat a guy like that for breakfast. He's nothing in the world of money management. He's nothing in the world of research. So be very, very careful. He's in the business of selling newsletters. He's not in the business of selling uh, uh, financial advice. But generally speaking, is is, is he correct, though? Because he's saying that the... The, it, it's bad, and then all of a sudden the stock market yesterday rises, and, and it's rising today. I'm wondering if it's bad, if it's bad for everybody in the economy. Why is the stock market rising? Then uh, I maybe I'm ahead of myself, but yeah, Jesse. What I'll do is it, it probably wasn't as bad as people thought, and it's very back and loaded as far as the taxes go. Obama's not going to pass a lot of taxes. They're front-end loaded. In large part, um, that would probably hurt jobs and hurt his ability to get Congress reelected come this November and would hurt his ability to get reelected if people were feeling the pinch um, a little bit more so. So a lot of what's happening is very back-end loaded. Later this week, Jesse, I promise, I don't have the data in front of me now, but I will put together a health care reform, probably 30-minute segment where I go over what it is, what it means to you, but also what investments could come out of it. And thanks for the call. 800-345-5639. Stop listening to Brinker. He's a buffoon. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Ooh, stock tip of the day coming up. Plus women versus men. I am going to get to this story. Who's the better investor? Don't forget Thursday night, 530 to 730. I'm going to San Mateo, also known as San Mateo. Going to go to a bar called O'Neill's or actually more of a pub. So hopefully you can stop by and say hello. Nothing formal. Really, absolutely, positively informal, formal. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Show. I'm Rob Black. Little ACDC? Question mark. Got the one-year anniversary. I've been on the air here at Clear Channel for one year, and either management doesn't know or they like the job that I'm doing, so I'm good with it. It's been one year. It's been a good year. The stock market's rocked and it's rolled. It's been a good year in the sense that I've got a lot of emails from you that you're interested in investing for the first time ever. Somehow you get that I have a sense of humor and that I somehow make financial matters which are incredibly dry and boring and make them palatable. Sometimes I offend you, and I know that. That's part of the game. Comes with the territory. Sometimes you probably hate me. You know what? If you actually met me in person, you wouldn't hate me. It's just shtick at times. It's just a way to get a point across. With that said, I don't want you to work until the day you die. I don't want you eating cat food when you're 70 years old. I don't think Social Security is real. I think it's a Ponzi scheme. I think it's a situation where we pay our money to Social Security and we think we're going to get, you know, a nice retirement when it's really about $20,000 a year, Social Security. And after taxes, it comes out to about 11000 after you pay health care costs. So can you live off $1,000 a month that's taxed in the state of California at 9.5%? Hell no. You're going to have to move. I call it like I see it. That's the best thing that I can give you is an honest second opinion. I don't want to be your Buddha on the mountain. I don't want you coming up the great mountain asking me for insight to save you. I want you to give me how you're going to save yourself and let me give you a second opinion on it. It's the angle on the show. 
Thursday night, we're going to celebrate the fact that I've been here a year without management figuring it out. I got to replace the funny Dennis Miller. Um, that's an honor. That's a feather in my hat. You know, another feather in my hat when I did a TV show at 10 o'clock in the morning, which I now do Monday, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 4. I used to do it five days a week, and I just don't want to do that anymore. I, I've got other things in life that intrigue me. But one of the biggest highlights in my life was I beat the hell out of Bob Barker in ratings. I know. You're saying, you beat Bob Barker? You're the coolest guy on the planet. I know. I know. But I couldn't beat those damn hoes from The View. The View always gave me problems. Because women like watching women. So I'm always happy when a woman calls this show because uh, it shows me that, you know, hey, I'm making some, some headway. 800-345-5639 to get your calls now. Let's talk a little bit about a, a stock idea. Now, this one is not for everyone in any way, shape, or form. In fact, I think you'll probably hurt yourself if you go out and try to do what I do for a living. Um, if you try to buy stocks and you're not good at it, you're going to get hurt. There's a company that sells vitamins, or they're in the vitamin industry, of which I am convinced, or I'm not convinced vitamins are all that good for you. I don't think there's any data that says, A, we absorb them properly, and that B, if you had a healthy diet, you wouldn't, you'd be able to get everything that you need that you're trying to take in a pill form. I'm not, big, I'm not sold on nutrition via pill. Uh, just not sold. But hey, this company, Shift Nutrition, ticker symbol is WNI. What they do is they produce vitamins, nutritional supplements, and snack bars. The snack bars is what gets it for me. They also got that Tiger's Milk brands. Now, I know some guys that work out, and they're always drinking this Tiger's Milk, Tiger's Milk, Tiger's Milk. I'm like... What the hell is that? Because that's not me. This company also does some private label stuff. Now, private label in the world of business isn't as good as a premium brand. You can charge more for a premium brand. You can sell more private label stuff. Most of the products are made at a manufacturing center in Salt Lake City. Products are sold at supermarkets, drugstores, healthcare shops, um, Costco and Walmart, about 70% of their sales. That's good. So their parent company is a company called Weeder Nutrition, which, again, if you know any... Freaks that work out, you've seen the weeder protein jugs of crap that they put in their body, and then they get all bulked out and they're monsters. Uh, Shift Nutrition, ticker symbol WNI, sells vitamins, nutritional supplements. Uh, a couple of their other products are called Fibar and again, Tiger's Milk. The largest category is tablets, and tablets grew about 37% year over year. Um, some of their private label stuff for Walmart and Costco. Great margins, great growth. No, no, bad margins, great growth. This is a company that's really grown quite nicely as far as product goes. And I think they can be acquired. Last three years, revenue has gone from 172 million to 176 million to 190 million. So they didn't get hit by the recession. People still ate their crap. And their margins have, have suffered a little bit in the last three years as they're shifting more towards that Costco Walmart customer. If you take a look at their cash, they've gone from 34 million to 52 million. You, have you gone from 34 million to 52 million in the last couple of years? Uh uh-uh. uh. If you look at their payables, their liabilities, nothing to shock. You know, not, nothing crazy. So if you look at their cash flow, it looks good. If you look at their earnings, it looks good. If you look at the valuation, it's fine. Trades about 15 times earnings. It's a teeny tiny little $9 stock. I want you to take a look at it. It's a growth story, so it is not for mama. If you buy this for your mama, you're going to get hosed. You're going to get burned. But a uh, ticker symbol on this one is WNI. Follow it. Again, it may or may not be appropriate for you, so consult a broker advisor before taking any action on any stocks ever mentioned on this show, because again, if you have all growth stocks, you shouldn't buy this. If you've got all tech stocks, you shouldn't buy this. 
if you've got all vitamin stocks, you shouldn't buy this. And uh, there is risk. You know, back in 2005, 2003, excuse me, it was a little dollar stock. And if you go back to 1997, it was a $10 stock, and now it's a $9 stock. So to me, it's, it's a trade on the product that they have now and their current execution. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. And that was your stock tip of the day, Weeder Nutrition. Now, men versus women. I always, I mean, I go back to the day where I was, you know, working behind a desk as a registered investment advisor, and I always said women made better investors than men. And, you know, I, I simplify it in the, in the grotesque Rob Black way. And the grotesque Rob Black way is that women are better shoppers than men. When I shop, it's little, literally like going to Best Buy. I want an iPod Touch. I want the 36 gig version. I want to be out of there in five minutes or less. I want all the accessories picked for me by a salesperson. What would you buy? And I want to get the hell out. Now, women, on the other hand, they like they like the process of shopping. They like the process of deals. I want to go in and get out. I'm very strategic. Women know how to shop better than men. So women and men shop for investments differently. I'm convinced of this. Men and women invest differently. A growing body of research have found that women are better at it. Way better. Now, Vanguard released some mutual fund data, 2.7 million people that are with IRAs at companies, investment retirement accounts. It found that during the financial crisis of 2008 and 2009, men were much more likely than women to sell at the stock market lows. And that meant big losses, missing the start of the market rally that began a year ago when the show started March 23rd, 2009. Where were you? March 23rd, 2009. Historic day in radio. Now, male investors as a group appear to be overconfident. That's their problem. There's a lot of academic research suggesting that men think they know what they're doing, even when they really don't know what they're doing. Now, I get emails all the time from you folks, and I assure you, most of you don't know what the hell you're doing. And when it comes to a stock, you don't know how to compare them. You look at them as like, ooh, it's going higher. I want it. You don't know what margins are. You don't know what cash flow is. You don't look at earnings. You just you, Most people just invest kind of off the cuff. Women, though, they appear a little bit more likely to acknowledge that they don't know something. Whereas men, we'll just beat the hell out of it and say that we think we know what we're doing. Now, staying the course, not only did women recover from the, the, the market drop, but they also had fewer costs. If you sell high and buy low, if you trade a lot, you know, these are characteristics of, of good long-term buy and hold investors. So men were a lot more likely to trade and, and again, add insult to injury. Now, let's see if I can throw anything else out there for you. Overall, it appears that women are about 94 percentage points ahead of men, almost 1%. Now you go, Rob, that's not a lot of money. Hell, hell yeah, it is. If Heidi can get a 10% return and I can get a 9% return, inflation's 3 to 4%. So my 9 is suddenly down to 5 or 4 and her 10 is suddenly down to 5 or 6. You're telling me that's not important? Gender generalizations need, need to be obviously taken with caution. They don't apply to all men. They don't apply to all women. But overall, women make better investors than men because it's their nature not to panic. It's their nature not to be overconfident. It's their nature to overthink things. Again, you're saying, Rob, you're a sexist pig. Yes, I am. So excessive risk-taking is what gets men into troubles. Go to John in Redwood City. John? 
Hi, Rob. I love your show. You're very kind. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. I got a question. I just got, want to see if you could take my financial uh, temperature here. I'm 52. Okay. I got about 325 in IRAs, about 100K in the bank, and I have about a million dollars worth of equity in my home. Um, right now, I've got, uh, I'm at a crossroads. My kids are going, going to college, and I need my wife's income to help pay for the the mortgage, but we're not maximizing her deduction for a school IRA that she could put in like 15k a year. Okay, you said something interesting. You said you have a million dollar home that's paid for, but then you said no, it's not paid for. I owe, right. I owe uh, about 150 on it, and it's like I got about a million dollars in equity in it. Okay, you've done so I'm great. I'm trying to find out if money's cheap right now. Is it a wise idea to pull the equity out, do home maintenance, fund the college, and maximize contributions for taxes? Okay, if you don't touch the IRA mm-hmm. and you get that bank money in a, a little bit better investment than just a you know cash, right? You should have about a million two by the time you hit sixty five. Okay, and that will pay you about forty thousand dollars a year plus keep that million principal there, right? Which is good. So, do you have any pensions? Do you have anything nice? Do you have anything extra that you're not telling me about? No, that's about it. I put it all on the table first shot. What I would do if I were you is I'd probably allocate some of that cash more long term. Um, I would stay working as long as you can. I would help the kids with student loans. I would not pay for the uh, the, the student loans in cash. Right. I think the cost of money, like you said, is cheap. I would prefer that you do a home equity line of credit at an incredibly low rate or a student loan, which doesn't start accruing interest till after they graduate, which is amazing at incredibly low rates. Um, I'd rather you do student loans with the kids or help them get their own student loan and be a good father in 5, 10, 15, 20 years when they're out of college and, and help them pay it down. Right. Um, I, I think student loan financing should be taken advantage of because it's a, such a low cost of money. Okay. And you think that should leave the equity in the home then and not pull anything out as a refi kind of a deal? Yeah, I, I would try not to Okay. Um, unless you have to. If you find out like your daughter is going to Princeton, well- right. And if, she, if she's going to $100,000 a year school, you're going to have to pull it out of the house because you're probably not going to be able to qualify for that many loans. Right. Um, so I'd figure out what the student cost is at this point um, and try not to tap the equity. You know, oftentimes I say equity in your home is a bad investment because it depreciates with uh, inflation 2 to 4% per year. So I don't like prepaying a mortgage. But also I don't really like taking money out of a mortgage because then it assumes that you're going to do something smarter with it than get, you know, less than inflation type of money. Um, if you're good at money and if you're good at using that, uh, like paying down, you know, high cost credit, then yeah, absolutely take money out of a house. But most people tend to take money out of the house. And then like what you're talking about is they, they, they go and get a home improvement that they really didn't need to get. Right. So I've been in a home for a year and I, I'm, I'm very, very, very patient and I've got more money than God about my upgrades because I want to make sure that the upgrades that I want. Well, the other part of the question is I wanted to maximize my wife's ability to put in 15 or 20K into a school-deferred pension plan. How old are the kids, though? 19 and 17. It's a little bit late for that, unless she's getting some tax benefits with her work. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 529 plan, it's a little bit late to really take advantage of, because it's not it doesn't have time to grow tax-deferred. Okay. So, thanks for the call. Thanks. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. 5639. It's 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Ahead, the national news. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.